Welcome to the Roadman Cycling Podcast. My name is Anthony Walsh. Six days a week, we bring you an inspiring person or message to help you on your journey towards health, happiness, and longevity. Now let's get into the show. Today's show sponsor is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. Now, we all know I've been drinking AG1 as part of my morning routine for months now, and it makes me feel like I'm giving my body something good first thing in the morning to get the day started on the right foot, an early win. For me, the fact that it supports my immune system has been a game changer. Every week, I'm pushing my body to its limits, and to be honest, getting sick used to be a big part of my season that I just accepted. So frustrating to put so much effort in, reach a target event, and then get sick. But AG1 has helped me build a really healthy foundation. Even if you're not racing, training, and competing like me, but you want better gut health, a boost in energy, immune system support, increased mental clarity and focus, and to give your body the nutrition that it so badly craves, you need to be getting on board with AG1 and its 75 high-quality ingredients. It's a small, easy habit that delivers massive benefits and helps just about everybody take great care of their health. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash roadman. That's drinkag1.com forward slash roadman and check out this amazing offer. Details are all in today's show notes. Well, hello all you beautiful cyclists. I've had to take a few weeks off the bike. It's been about three weeks in total and this is the longest I've taken off training in years. I had a small procedure a couple of weeks ago and was advised that training was completely off the cards. So had to put my feet up under doctor's orders. I couldn't, I couldn't even walk the dogs or go for a run. And I have to say mentally it was a big struggle for me. I'm not used to putting my feet up, but I, do you know what? I got into the groove and I think I've actually completed Netflix, but today I got the green light. I I got to go out for a solo spin today, a nice slow one. I was taking it really easy, but I could definitely feel that my legs were blocked. Everything was a bit more of a struggle. My effort levels were much, they were much higher than usual. And also I feel heavy. I think I've put on a couple of pounds. But as I was training today, I was thinking, you know, I wonder how much fitness I've actually lost in those three weeks. And how much do we understand about detraining? Now, detraining, or it's technically called reversibility, this happens when the positive adaptations that you get through your regular training and exercise, well, that gets lost or reversed because you stop or you significantly reduce your physical activity. And reversibility happens because there's that reduction in the stimulus that prompted the initial physiological gains and adaptations. So simply put, reversibility happens because activities that originally made your body stronger, better, fitter, well, they're reduced or stopped and they cause those improvements that you got in your fitness to fade away. 
Now, this wouldn't be a concern if you're taking a couple of days off the bike or a couple of days away from training. In fact, that can be a good thing. Your muscles get the chance to recover. They get the chance to grow. The glycogen stores that your muscles use as fuel, that gets to completely replenish. So small breaks like that can potentially even leave you even fitter. But... If you've just done a race or a sportif or a triathlon or if you've been training like crazy for a couple of months or if you've been on a cycling holiday and you're a little bit cracked with the bike, you decide to give it, you know, a little bit of space, put it in the corner for a couple of months or weeks or like me, if you're forced to take a few weeks off the bike, that's a completely different story than just taking a few days off. And if, like me, you've spent the previous three months training nonstop, well, we want to know how long it's going to take, hypothetically, to return to your starting point. And the answer to that question is far from straightforward, I'm afraid. Firstly, let's go through what actually happens in the body during this detraining phase. Probably the first and most noticeable consequence of detraining is this reduction in VO2 max. And we know that VO2 max is that critical measurement that we use in assessing aerobic fitness. Decline in your VO2 max hinges on a couple of pivotal factors really. Firstly, we get a decrease in blood volume and that's going to diminish the amount of oxygen that's transported to muscles every minute. Secondly, there's a reduction in the heart's muscle mass. That's going to lead to a decreased volume of blood pumped in each heartbeat. And lastly, there's a decline in capillary density and that impairs the legs or the muscles ability to absorb oxygen. And that means that there is a decrease in power output. The scary thing too is that after a couple of weeks, you're going to have a lower amount of mitochondria. Mitochondria are those energy factories in the cells. So the mitochondria in your leg muscles for cyclists combined with that reduced blood flow that's going to make you fatigue quicker. Now there's other side effects as well. As you stop your regular training, the efficiency of fat burning in the body is reduced and that will lead to a swifter depletion of energy during your ride. So you're not as efficient at giving energy to the body and using fat as a source of energy. And at the same time, the muscle's ability to buffer, you know, that barrier that we have to lactate. Lactate is that acid that builds up in our muscles and causes cramp and pain. Well, as we decrease our fitness, that buffer actually weakens. So you get that cramping, uncomfortable feeling much, much sooner. We're all very familiar with that feeling. It's very nasty. We're also going to start losing flexibility from having a couple of weeks off the bike. And if you combine that with, you know, a sudden return to cycling, that will elevate the risk of injury. So that's the ways that our body loses fitness. But how much could we actually lose over a period of two, three, four weeks? Well, quantifying the pace and the magnitude of your fitness loss during this detraining phase, it lacks a definitive formula. There was a massive review done of over 60 studies a few years ago, and it revealed that just four weeks of inactivity can result in a fitness decline ranging from five to 10%. 
But the rate of detraining varies wildly between person to person and it completely depends on your unique physiology. The experts do seem to agree on one thing and that is if you have a high level of fitness and you've maintained a consistent routine over an extended period, the process of losing that fitness is going to be more gradual compared to the kind of rapid gains that you achieved in getting fit. So at least that's great news. That is very good news. Now that brings me on to something else I was thinking about today. How much effort is required to just sustain your fitness? Was there a minimum level that I could have been doing over those three weeks to keep my fitness at say, you know, an eight out of 10 rather than doing absolutely nothing and dropping to a six out of 10? Now, obviously I wasn't able to do this. This wasn't an option for me, but let's say I want to take three, four weeks of high intensity or high volume training off. Well, unfortunately, maintaining your fitness, like increasing your fitness, it really still requires this perfect blend of high intensity, long steady aerobic sessions, resistance training, threshold sessions, rest, nutrition, sleep, hydration. And even though you might want to reduce your hours or reduce your intensity, well, maintaining your fitness, it doesn't really leave much room for shortcuts. And to keep that fitness steady, you need to be training in all of those zones. But the good news is that there are studies that have found that when the frequency or duration of training is curtailed, aerobic conditioning remains intact for up to 15 weeks. That's quite a long time, provided the training intensity remains high. So if you reduce intensity while maintaining volume, that's actually going to accelerate the decline in aerobic fitness. So to kind of put that in a nutshell and to sum that up, if you want to keep your fitness at a 7 out of 10 and you have three hours to train per week, well, doing one hour sessions with really high intensity efforts in them, that's going to keep your fitness better than just doing one three hour, you know, long, slow ride in zone one or two or three. So that's maintaining your fitness, but how long is it going to take you to get back to pre-break levels? Well, this is the retraining phase and this again, it comes down to so many factors and they're very individual. Your age, your pre-training fitness levels, how many hours you can commit to again, how much intensity or endurance work you do and your goals. And this is where a coach really comes in handy. And of course, I'm lucky enough to have an amazing coach to guide me over the next couple of weeks to make sure that I don't overtrain, to make sure I don't get injured, get sick, get frustrated, especially with how slow I am after taking those couple of weeks off all in a bed to get me back to my peak fitness folks i hope you've enjoyed this podcast particularly coming up to christmas and the party season where there might be a few missed training sessions or even a few weeks where we're off the bike you know our focus is going to be on spending time with friends and family letting our hair down having a couple of pints or a few vinos and yeah maybe taking a little while off the bike and what i've learned from researching this podcast is that a few weeks off the bike is not going to completely derail you until next week you gorgeous cyclists